0: Hey, everyone. I wanted to just say thank you again to all the new listeners that we have. Uh, It's been fun to see all the growth and everybody reaching out. If you guys haven't, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Always love connecting with you guys. Again, I've been fortunate to have a lot of people this week reach out and say, hey, I found you on the podcast or YouTube or Instagram or whatever it is. And then they're now just connecting with me and they found me like three to five months, six months ago. And so just love connecting with you guys on LinkedIn because I also do put out... Uh, Content out there to really help you guys again, whether it's the motivational part of being in medical device sales, but also helpful tips. Um, I literally just posted one that um, a lot of people end up liking. It was like my three month reflection in medical device sales. So, again, I just put a lot of stuff and it's where I connect with a lot of people. And you can also keep up with me, as you'll hear in the episode, that I will be heading to Orlando and have a lot of travel booked uh, coming up. So, just wanted to again say thank you to everyone and to all the new users. I do have uh, videos from you know, two and a half years ago when I decided to become a personal, tra- or wanted to go from personal training to be a medical device sales rep. So feel free to go check out those. I have over 125 episodes now. Uh, so plenty of content for you guys to check out, especially if you guys do want to reach out. I just want to get the most out of our conversations and help you the most. And that will be helpful for you guys to go learn some things and then come with really good questions that we can get you all prepared And then also just wanted to say, we just got two more people hired in medical device sales. Uh, Both actually hired over $100,000. And so I'm so excited. We had uh, an associate and then also someone come in who had no experience coming as a full line sales rep. So I'm just so excited. We've been celebrating a lot this last week. And again, if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, Again, our course, our average person breaks in in 11 weeks at $91,000. And again, we also offer just so much in the fact of modules, videos that can be done and watched at any time. We also do mock interviews. We have office hours. We do one-on-one coaching. We have, you know, uh, lifetime access. So once you get in, you always have access. Um, The one thing I wanted to just address, I have a lot of people reach out and they're like, hey, at this moment, I just can't. I totally understand because of the price. But just understand we do do payment options, uh, payment plans, because you're talking to someone who moved out here with $1,200 to his name lived off $30 a week and woke up on the ground every single day for six months because his air mattress had a hole in it. Uh, So I always just want you guys to just remember who you're talking to because I am a real person. And again, I don't want price being the thing that's holding you guys back. The, The last thing I do just want to touch on is, you know, I have a lot of people reach out and they're like, oh, I'm already going through an interview process and I'm just going to see what happens. And I just want you guys to know is like, we also help with negotiations because what I always tell people is getting the interview is the easy part. I can get my dog Samson a, an interview. That's not hard for me at all. It's how are you beating out three to 500 people? How are you knowing what to do from interview one to interview three to interview five, to possibly six? And that's the tough part is you guys like you don't. And so then when you go up against three to 500 other people, you know, if you don't, especially if you don't have that background that they're looking for, they're, you're going to be under a microscope and they're going to be looking at you more. And so what usually ends up happening is they go through, they make it to the first round, then they get out. Then they go get another company and then it's three months later. And then they're going through the second and third route and then they're out. And then it goes, and now we're six to 12 months in, they still haven't got in. And this is the conversation I always have with people is, again, our average person gets hired in the course in under three months. So just understand that it takes you six to nine months, but you might go take a job at 65K, but we have people making. 91k on average as their first job getting in because we help with negotiation and we help with all that. And guess what? It took you eight months, but you could have actually been in three months and you actually would have been making more money. And if you actually do the math, you're missing out on seven thousand dollars plus a month. And so that's nobody thinks about it that way, but I just wanted to kind of frame it in that way so you guys can understand. And then also people will look at it. And it's so funny. I just want to have to make this comment is you guys will go spend fifty to hundred thousand dollars on college. And go get a degree that's literally worthless and you guys are reaching out because you want to get into this industry because you don't know what you to do what want to do but you now know you want to do this but you paid 50 to 100 grand for something you didn't want to do and you didn't know what you're doing but now you know what you want to do there's somebody who's been able to help over 700 people break in we have the results we show it we have the straight facts and we're able to show that to you guys and then people will be like oh that's a lot of money, but we can also show that our average person gets a 30x return on investment in the first three months and you can't do that anywhere in the world and then also if you get in and you suck, you'll still make a million dollars in ten years because that's only a hundred grand and again most of our average people are usually almost at that when right when they break in. and then I always tell people, you want to learn how to make two, three, four hundred thousand dollars? That's great. I've done it. I can help you guys. but I can't say that for everybody else that you're gonna reach out and talk to, right There's a lot of reps that I literally just talked to a rep the other day been in the industry for five years, never broke 150. Right. So this is my whole conversation is who you listen to matters. And if you guys are looking to actually be serious and get results, that's what this course was made of because this course is made to save you guys time and save you guys money because you're going to save time and you're going to make way more money. And we're here to do that. And we know that our uh, the results we get. So that's a long rant, but I had to get it off my chest because I've had a lot of people call me. They say those funny things, and then I tell them I just wanted to say that, and I haven't said it to a lot of people. But again, most of you guys will go pay for college for fifty to to $100,000, not know what you're doing, say it's worthless, and then you have something that is proven to get results. But then you're thinking, so it's short-term, and you don't understand it, that over the lifetime, this will pay you back 100x. So plus that. I can guarantee you it would be over 100x in that. So uh, yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. Appreciate you guys. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to new to medical device sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys tonight on a beautiful Arizona evening, a little chilly. We just had some rain. Uh, so we had some sun, uh, sun back here in our lives. We're not used to rain. Uh, so it gets me all depressed. AKA remember, makes me remember why I left the Midwest and now it's back to the good old days. So. Nobody cares about that. So why are we talking about it? Here we go. Uh, but I but I hope you guys are doing great. Again, appreciate you guys all tuning in. Um, I, I, like I talked about, I'm going to start making these episodes that are more rep specific because I've had a lot of people who are reaching out and now they're in the industry, but they're like, now what do I do? And also, I will always keep it to the person who's trying to break it into medical device sales. Um, but the goal is to start putting out more content with, for you guys, um, more podcast. Uh, If you can believe that, and hopefully make it more of being ones with guests, but also ones that I will do still breaking in, but also more a little more strategic on how to be a rep um, and how to be a successful rep and an associate rep and how to get promoted and all that good stuff. So I wanted to to be able to to do that to you guys. But if you haven't, please press that like and subscribe button, and a five star review helps us grow this channel. And I wanted to reach out to you guys. A lot of you have linkedin but haven't followed me so i would love to connect with you guys so either follow me or connect with me on linkedin um would love to i have actually had a decent amount of good people or not good people but people reach out to me this last week and just connect that haven't been uh following me for a while but then they're like hey i've been listening to the podcast for four months um and so i just started talking about my linkedin so if you guys don't know on my linkedin i also uh put like i just put my like three month uh conversation of what i felt like three months in Um, And and my reflection, because I tracked the whole thing and I blogged it and blogged it and all that good stuff. So I I put out educational pieces as well. Um, And then also you guys get to see what I'm doing with uh, Inibus and and my job there. Uh, If you guys are listening to this, I am doing this early because by the time you're listening to this episode, I will be in Orlando, Florida for IMSH, uh, one of the conferences we have there. And then I looked at my schedule and I will be traveling to eight different places in the next about two and a half months on those lists. I think it was Orlando, LA, San Diego, Washington, DC, Chicago, Montreal, Canada, uh, back here, Tucson, Arizona, uh, back to San Diego. Um, So as you guys can hear, I'm living a tough life. Uh, Nah, it's a, it's a fun life. I'm very blessed. I'm very excited to to be where I'm at. Um, But as you guys can imagine, it is a lot like there are some weeks I'm, 10, 15 days out and there's literally one trip back into the other. Like this this next trip I'll do, I will literally go to Orlando. I will be out there. I'll leave Thursday. I will get back Wednesday and I will be leaving out most likely either Saturday or Sunday night to go to LA. So not much time home and there's a couple trips. I'm actually going from one trip right into the next trip. So you guys just learn to love it. But again, I live a little different life. You guys know that if you've listened, if not, if you guys have not listened, go back. I have Over 125 episodes at this time, I literally picked up uh, a phone and started recording myself in these podcasts when I was a personal trainer saying, I want to break into medical device sales. So if you guys have not, go back. And just a quick little rant that I always do. If you guys are new, you will learn to love this because I do a lot of these. Um, But to the conversation of, I still have people, they're like, hey, I listened to three episodes and then they want to get on calls with me. And then they ask me really dumb beginner questions. And so again, this is me trying to be nice for you guys is, I'm happy to get on a call with anybody. I I always tell you guys to reach out and I get on calls with everybody that I can. Again, I, I, I now get on over a hundred calls a week. It used to be a month. And and again, so I, I am always on a phone call. Uh, Sam doesn't get to see me much because we're even when I'm walking him, I'm on a call talking to someone for, or 20 people in an hour. So the thing I just say is I want to make it the most beneficial for you guys and you got to be strategic. So again, a lot of the questions that you guys have, like, what's medical device sales? What made me get into it? What do you want to do? Like all those good questions I've answered in the 125 episodes. So do yourself a favor, go watch those because I hope you will learn that they are very educational. I, I always tell people the last thing I'll say, and then we'll get into the episode is I, everything I'm going to tell you guys on a phone call, I'm saying it on here because it doesn't make any sense for me not to tell you guys what I would say in real life or on the phone, because that means I would have to get on more phone calls and I just don't possibly have that time. So I always just say that if you go back to my my last episodes and all the other episodes, you'll see I'm very transparent, say how it is. And again, I'm just here to help you guys. I want you guys to get in and break in um, and everything that it's funny. Even today, I just got on a couple calls today and it's literally people are asking me questions and they're like, Oh, I followed you for so long. And they're asking me questions that they haven't followed me for that long because they would have not asked those questions if they actually would have been listening uh, and hearing what I was saying in the episode. So again, I always joke, but like, again, I want to help you guys, but to get the most out of when we do connect, I want you guys to be able to ask good questions so I can be more strategic for you. Uh, so again, if you guys are interested, uh, just reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, TikTok, new to medical Device sales, Jake McLaughlin. But again, if you guys aren't following me, on LinkedIn, follow me because again, I do put a lot of stuff out there um, and I have our new medical device sales page out there and would just love to connect with you because uh, uh, again, this week I had over 20 people just reach out and they're like, hey, found you on the podcast or found you on YouTube or found you on Instagram or TikTok and then they'll they'll slowly migrate over to LinkedIn. So we'd love to meet you guys. And again, if you don't have a LinkedIn, you're definitely gonna need one. So I would cre- create one anyway and then add me there and then we can start connecting there. Uh, But let's get into the episode that you guys are like, we're eight to 10 minutes in and like, what the heck are we doing here? Um, But with the episode today, I had a really good call with uh, one of my friends and one of the people I'm, I'm really close with, and we were able to help them break into medical device sales. And they are now an associate sales rep role, and they... Are hoping to become a full line sales rep role, which I have no doubt that they will in the uh, within a year. So it it will definitely be under a year. They'll go from an associate to a full line sales rep role. I Have no doubt that that's going to happen. But the conversation we had really good conversations, and I and I just wanted to touch on our conversation because this was really helpful. Because really, really quick, kind of what the scenario is is there's she's an associate. There's a territory manager, right? And then we started talking about the relationship inside the territory manager, also. What the relationship of the territory is, and so a common question I get asked is, "Hey, you know, as the associate, how do I do? How do I handle this relationship with my territory manager? Because you guys are going to be coming in, you guys are the new people on the block, you are the people who are, you know, quote unquote, have to earn your stripes, and that's what, and that's how they look at you. But what gets really interesting is when you are an associate, and then you get a new TM in the territory, and now that new TM is the one who's the new kid on the block." And they quote unquote need to earn their stripes, but they're coming normally with experience from somewhere else. And even though they know how to do that, they actually don't know what you're doing. And so you're actually more skilled and have more knowledge than they do, but they're the full line rep and you're the associate. But then they're gonna tell you with stuff that sometimes isn't smart. And so that was just a conversation that we were having is there was things that were going on that me, if I was a team, I would definitely not be doing, I would not be saying, and there would just be things, and they were the question was like, how do you handle that? And so We just had a really good conversation of, number one, you're always needing to get things in written proof. And this goes so much farther than just talking with TMs and ASRs. This is anything you do in life. You need it in an email, text, form. And I learned this the hard way as a rep because somebody will tell you that you have a surgery on this day or somebody will tell you you don't need to bring something. I promise you, they will tell you that you don't need to bring something. And then you will not bring something. And then they will rip you for not bringing it, tell you how much of an idiot you are and that you suck and that they don't want to use you anymore, even though they're the ones who told you not to use it. And so you have to document everything. And this saved me so many times. So like real quick, I'm going to go on a little like side note so you guys can actually like see real life. There was one of my accounts. They did not like me very much, AKA because they just sucked. Uh, they were not a good an account. Uh, they didn't, they weren't good at what they did. They weren't good at their jobs. And the, the person I dealt with was horrible at her job. Um, yeah. So I won't go too down that road. But for the example of, I brought in a tray. I learned that you should take a picture of your tray every single time because even though we love SPD and, and they work hard and they do stuff, they lose a lot of stuff. They just don't care. They're making 12 bucks an hour. Their life sucks. Why are we doing this? And it's not their job. So who gives? Right. Um, and so they would lose stuff. And so literally, would take photos. And there was one time I went into the surgery, took photos, brought in two trays. The one tray was missing. They could just not find it. They didn't know where it was. And the, the lady was like, did you even bring it? I doubt you even brought it. And so I had to show her that I brought it. And she's like, oh, I guess you did. Right. And so the second one was they messed it up and they literally were missing one of my pieces in my tray. And I, Like to make my life easy for you guys is like I only had five pieces in my tray, so it's not like I had a complex tray. And one of the one pieces missing was like one of the biggest parts that we needed to do the surgery. And they're like, "No, you just must have forgot it. You just didn't pack it. You you lost it." And so I had to physically show them that. Hey, nice try. Took photos yesterday when I dropped them off to get sterilized. That's what was in it. You can see that the time marked, and you can see the location that this picture was taken. Bam. So. What I just showed to you guys is why it's important to timestamp. Now let's bring it back to that relationship because going back to what I just said, people will lie. People will tell you one thing and tell your regional manager and tell other people the other thing um, because they don't want to look bad. They don't want to look like they're not doing their job, right? And so that was a conversation of just being a, first off, make sure you're covering your butt. Now, number two, it's like, Hey, you can try to give them the benefit of the doubt. And again, because if you are the associate, you need to respect your quote unquote, Elders, the people that are higher ranked than you. Um, But I always, we had a good conversation and it's kind of the talk I had. Like, I'm always being respectful to the people that are above me. I'm always being respectful to um, our counterparts. But at the end of the day, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to grow my territory. I'm here to make sure my company is growing. Right. And so when you come with that mindset, that changes everything because if I see a teammate or a TM doing stuff that's not helping the territory and they're being lazy, I'm not gonna be okay with that. And so that's where we had the conversation of there are gonna be some times that maybe you need to go talk to the regional manager, that you need to say, hey, I had this opportunity. They told me not to do it, but I think this was a real fail. And then you'll find out that the regional manager actually wanted you to do it. And they're not, but they told the TM, told them that you just dropped the ball on it, but they actually told you not to do it. And like, you can see where this go all goes, right? That's number one. Number two, you'll also see that a lot of times people won't reach out to the regional manager because they don't want to bug them. But then what actually ends up happening is four five, six months goes on. The associates are all frustrated. They're all mad, but the regional manager has no idea. And then the TM is, then there's like the bickering and the fight, and then it all goes up to the TM. And then they'll be like, this has been going on for six months. And then the regional manager is going to be like, if it's been going on for six months, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you say anything? And it was the conversation I had with uh, that person was like, it doesn't matter what you say after that. It's done because they're right. You should have said something, but you didn't want to hurt someone's ego. You didn't want to have the uncomfortable conversation. Right. And so again, this, and let me just make this clear. This is not like at that person. I'm taking this person. We had a great conversation and I was like, dang, this could help so many people that are probably feeling the same way that our associates. So again, that's why I'm doing this. I'm not like pointing at this person because this person's a rock star and they're going to do great. So that's the one, the couple things I wanted to talk is just being able, when you're having those relationships, it's communicate and you need to be learning from these people. But in this situation, if you know more than that person, because they've not been in this industry and, and now they're coming in six months after you and you know the doctors, you know, the surgeons, you know, the surgery, you know, the products, you know, the competitor and they're brand new. It's like, it's challenging. Right. And so it's, it's more of that teammate and especially it's challenging if that TM comes in and they're trying to show dominance right away. They're trying to be like, I'm the leader. Right. But they don't know what they're doing and we don't go down that route. Uh, so that's one thing that I just wanted to touch on was like, if you guys are an associate and you're trying to kind of, what's my relationship again, your relationship with a TM is they are your superior and again you want it to be like a teammate you want it to be like hey we're friends but also it's like in the corporate world they're going to look at at that's your superior you need to do what they say um and so again you you just need to be respectful and you need to listen and you need to do things and you also need to understand that they're going to have you run trays and cover cases that they just don't want to that's okay like that is going to happen but what's not okay is if they're lying, saying they're at places, they're not. If they're telling you not to go to accounts that are gonna grow the territory a lot because they don't know what they're doing or whatever it is, right? So that was just something I just wanted to mention. But again, if you do have a, a territory manager, and a, 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 you should be trying to learn from them, especially if they have experience from them. But this is where we talk about, and this is why we have our course. It's because what you guys find out is a lot of people you think are gonna teach you, your regional manager is gonna teach you, your other your reps are gonna teach you. But like, I bring this up in my own experience. I didn't meet my manager until a year in. Like my other rep that I was with, thankful I had Alex and he was the best man, but like he also had his own territory. So he couldn't sit there and hold my hand at all times. So it's like, I had to figure stuff out a lot by myself. Right? And so even though you guys want all this help, you want, you think you're going to get all this training. It's like a lot of times I've been there. I I know how reps are. I've heard reps say, throw them to the wolves. Go figure it out. I had to. Right. And so then you guys are already in a stressful situation and then you just are in an even more stressful. And then you guys are calling someone like myself, which I've already got six messages this week. Hey, Jacob, listen, to your podcast broke in. Great. Now, what do I do? Yep. That's what happens. Right. So um, because of that, I hint, hint, I'm working on some stuff. So hopefully I can help. AKA why we're doing these podcasts as well is to be able to help you guys, because again it's how we've been able to get people from associates to full line reps in under a year making six figures and and having success and just crushing it and hopefully to help with you guys that but let's not get ahead of ourselves too early but uh but yeah so that's that's the challenging part is like when you guys can be wanting that but then it just doesn't happen and so again just understand that you know like for example even this person like i'm like how often do you see a regional manager and they're like maybe maybe once a quarter that's four times a year if you're lucky right? It's probably less than that, right? And then if you're TM, this is why like, I, I'm just going to go on a little rant like I normally do is like, it matters who you talk to, right? I know a lot of teams. I'm looking at my board right now. I still have my stuff taped up. I see the people that were 39th and they're still not hitting quota. I see the people that were 38 and barely hitting quota. You know who I'm not probably taking advice from? People not hitting quota. But guess what? That might be your TM. Like I personally know associates i just had a conversation with one of the uh girls i'm friends with she has a tm and she crushes them the tm was running at under 80 percent when they left and the associate had to run the territory it was way over 100 now the person came back and now it's starting to drop again right like that's the challenging stuff with it and so it it can be tough if you guys are having it and so what i was going on with that conversation is you you have to act like they're they are your superior quote-unquote right and that's how corporate's gonna look at them but as long as you're always coming with the, hey, I'm coming to do this for the territory and I want to grow and I keep doing it. If you have to go and have a meeting with your regional manager on a monthly basis or a weekly basis because of that, that's okay. If you're doing it in the best interest of the uh, the territory. And also if you're just looking to grow, that is conversations. But I'm going to sit here and tell you, I, I talk to these people on a daily basis. I talk to, I meet these people. I talk to these high ups sometimes that like are at, medical device companies that have been in medical device sales for 15 years and they don't know certain things, right? So now how can you expect them to teach you, right? And so it's just, it goes down the whole rabbit hole. So I wanted to talk on that. But the second part I wanted to talk on was with this person, because I think this will be really helpful for you guys, is they had a relationship with an account before they became a rep because they had a personal relationship with them and they used to be there. And so they, they knew the people personally, right? And so the conversation I just wanted to like bring up was they're like, what should I be doing? Or should I, and and again, I, I can say this because I used to be this person. They'd be like, all oh, the competitive rep I heard is coming on this way. So I need to come in there this way. And I need to do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Hey, slow down. Chill. Right. If there's anyone who needs to slow down, it's me. Cause we know I talk a lot pretty fast, but at the same time I was like, Hey, so, you, and, and then I just challenged them. I was like, okay, so that rep comes in on whatever day, let's say it's Tuesday. So And she's like, I need to be there on Monday. Okay, let's say it's Monday. Okay, great. So why do you need to be on Monday? Well, I got to be in there before them because I need to let them know. And I said, great. But then I asked the question, if you were going to meet with somebody that was going to make a big decision, would you want to be the first person or the last person to talk to that person? First person sounds good, but it's actually the last person because guess what? If you're the last person, you can counteract. All the stuff that the first people said, you can ask what they said. You can actually have the the doubts that they're having because the first person probably lied about some stuff, and you can probably answer those questions. And now you can leave everything on the table. And then also, you're the most recent person to talk with them. So who are they going to think about the most, right? And so that was something I just raised. And again, I'm not saying that's the right answer. These are all my own opinions, right? So take that as they will. Um, but I was like, maybe maybe you don't need to be first, right? Maybe it's okay. And then the question came into, okay, how do I even handle the conversations? What do I do? What do, And I was like, this is where we ha, we've had a couple talks. But it's like, just be a human being. You know these people. You know them by name. They like you. Like, if you weren't a rep, would they still talk to you? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, then what are we doing here? Well, we don't need to worry about you actually selling a product. Just go talk to them and ask how the kids are doing and how things have been and actually just give a crap about that human being and actually show interest in their life because you actually do. It's not fake. You know these people. You've spent time with these people. You know them on a personal basis. Just ask them to talk to them. Then guess what's going to happen? They're going to ask about your life. They're, I guarantee you, they'll ask you what's going on in your life. What are you doing now? And then you'll tell them what you're doing. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, we actually do stuff for like what your office does. And they'll be like, Oh my gosh, what? And then you can tell them about it. And guess what? You're not even selling when you're selling because they're just asking, trying to learn. And then you get to show them and they're like, Oh, we could use that. Oh, that would be helpful. Oh yeah. We have that problem. Bam. The deal is already done. You don't even have to do the work. You just have to go literally say, Hey, how's it going? And then talk to them. Right. And so the reason I'm going into so much depth is there's, There's so many listeners right now listening to this that are thinking this exact same thing where they're like, I came from somewhere, I have a relationship with these people, but now I'm a rep, how do I go sell with them? And that's what happens is you guys take your, like being a human being on, you put being a a sales rep on, and this is why people get bad reps because you stop being a human being. You're trying to think too strategically. You're trying to do, oh, A, B, and C, but actually just go be a human being. Actually, just go talk to them. Ask them about how their family is. Ask them how their weekend was. Ask them and get to know them because guess what? You actually already do know them already. You already had relationships with them. So don't try to be fake because it's going to come off fake. They can tell that. And then they're going to be like, oh, you changed. And then the last piece that I really wanted to touch on was then I know a lot of times with this happens with new reps all the time. And, and I know I did it when I first started. So it's why I can tell you guys this. But like too many people are going to come in and they're going to promise the world. And this is this was my motto, and it's why I, I did have so much success is I'm gonna under-promise and over-deliver. If I tell you something, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it 10 times over. But what was happening was when I was having this conversation, this person's like, I'm gonna do A, B, and C, I'm gonna say this, this, and this. And I'm like, Well, well, the person who is above you, will they be able to follow through? And they're like, Well, I hope so. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You better not hope so. You better know so, because if you go and tell these people that you're going to do A, B, and C. And then that person drops the ball. They don't know that person and they don't care about that person. They just know that you dropped the ball, that you lied to them, that you now have become one of them sleazy sales reps because you just over-promised and under-delivered and you were just saying something to make a quick sale. You weren't doing what was best for them. And so I'm saying this to you guys so you can really understand. Don't Overpromise and underdeliver. That's so many reps out there in medical device sales, and it's why they don't perform. And I just want to do a dramatic pause on that because that's the truth. People ask me, what's the difference between people who are top performers and people who don't perform? Number one, it's mindset. But number two, most people overpromise and they underdeliver. How about you? Underpromise promise and over deliver, and they will be like, Wow, you're freaking great. When you say you're going to do something, actually do it. Crazy thought, but actually just do it. If you say, I don't know the answer, and I'm going to get back to you in 24 hours, get back to them in 24 hours. If you say you're going to be at a case, be at a case. If you say, Hey, you'll get an email out to them and learn something, do that. Right? Like that's what most people don't do, and that's why most people aren't successful. They can't do the little things. So I wanted to talk about just those points, because for you guys, it's like, don't stop being a human being with people that you already know that are in the, like if they have a, whatever their office manager or whatever they are, right? If they're an actual surgeon, who cares? Like if you know those relationships, you know them. And if you know, have them on a personal level, keep it on a personal level. And yes, you're going to talk about work. Yes. You're going to talk about what you're doing, but guess what? If you really knew them on a personal level, they're going to ask about you because they care about you just like you cared about them, right? Because you have a relationship and they're going to bring up stuff, right? And so this is where I tell you guys, take the sales cap off. Stop trying to think that you guys are going to go make these crazy deals and do all this stuff. And again, I'm not saying you won't, but what happens when you guys start thinking that way is you stop being a human being. You stop thinking about like, hey, I wonder what Jerry's up to. I wonder what's going on in Jerry's life. Hey, I haven't seen Jerry in six months. I wonder what's going, what's new, right? Like that's the things that happen compared to like we we were having the conversation, and it was just going to be like benefits one two and three four five. They do not care. Don't care. They they care about you, right? And so this is where I can always just sit here and smile with a uh, just a grin on my face. Is like people will be like, oh, relationship selling, it's dead, it doesn't work. No, yeah, you're gay. Whatever you say, right? But I'm pretty sure if you're an expert at what you do, you have a good product, and you have a good relationship. Pretty sure it's going to work out pretty well for you. Um, you know. But you could have a relationship and have a sucky product and it wouldn't want to work out for you. So again, you should only sell what you actually believe in. Crazy thought too. Um, so I know I did a little rambling around for you guys, but I hope this was helpful just from the this, this standpoint of like how you should handle certain relationships, how you should be able to go into new sales. and And the last thing I just want to touch on, because we're going to do, I'm going to do a whole one on setting up lunches, closing deals, like creating urgencies, those are like those are in my pipeline. I have them on the the notes to create these episodes. But like the one I really wanted to just get a, get across tonight is, you know, just being able to be an associate. You guys are going to be doing things, but there's certain relationships that you have to work on. And you guys are all wanting to go close these deals, and I love that. And I and I know you guys are like go getters, and I'm the same one. But like you guys have to understand, most of you guys are sick and six months in or under, and you're like, I'm going to go crush it. That's the number one message I get from people who break in. How do I make the biggest impact in 30 days? You don't. You don't even know your freaking name. You don't even know what product you sell. You're not making an impact in 30 days. You know what you can do though? You can try to start learning your stuff. You can take the next six months and focus on what are you going to do become an expert in every single way? Can you focus the next six months on how you're going to go make relationships with everybody of the accounts that you already have? Are you going in the next six months going to go show that you're an actual human being and really good at what you do? That's what you can do in the six months. And remember, it's what I tell everyone, do something today that's going to help your territory three, six, nine, twelve 12 months from now. Stop thinking so short term. Yeah, you might not be an associate for two years or you might, Right. I say this all the time, and I think and this is what I'll end it on is, I never knew at Medtronic that if I'd be there for two years or ten years or twenty years or whatever it was, right? And I can just sit here and tell you guys, I acted like I was going to be there for ten. For me, it was a it was a lot shorter. But even in that short time, I had a lot of success. I took the lowest performing territory to top ten. Like, I had success, but it was because I had the mindset I'm going to do one thing today, at least one thing today that's gonna have a movement on my territory. I'm gonna do one thing today that's gonna to pay me back three, six, nine, 12 months from now. So just remember that, you guys, especially associates and new people in the territory. You guys try to conquer the world too fast, and I get it, trust me, I was that person. I love it, I love the hustle, I love the mindset, but understand, it's probably not gonna happen. So, what can we do, and control the controllable, and what can we do, one thing, one or two things today that we can make sure, and and you guys are going to be like, oh, I want, I want examples, right? Can you set up one lunch? Can you go talk to a new surgeon? Can you make yourself more validated in the surgery that you're already in? Can you, you know, find out more information about some of the nurses that you're working with? Can you go make more creation or go create new opportunities for yourself by just talking to new people inside accounts? Can you go run your own breakfast? Can you go try to do get a trial set up? Can you go see where the list just goes on? Or even as easy as this, can you go run trades without your uh, territory manager telling you to? Can you go do the job that you already know that they're gonna text you and say, hey, don't worry about it. I already got it done two days ago. Things like that. So hopefully this was helpful. Uh, again, reach out to me on LinkedIn if you guys want specific things that you would like to, or or on Instagram that you guys would like me to cover. Again, I want to make this enjoyable for every single person because I do know we have a lot of people who have listened to the podcast who are now reps and broke in, love it, and also have been taking our course and then they break in. Again, our average person is breaking in in 11 weeks at $91,000. We are super excited. The last three people we've placed have all been over $100,000. It's been exciting in the new medical device sales community. We got the the claps going there, but uh, yeah, I just... want you guys to know how much I appreciate you guys. Uh, if you guys are interested in learning more about what we offer, uh, please reach out. Like I said, um, or if you just have things you'd like me to go over, uh, LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin, uh, new to medical device sales on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook even. So again, we, we try to hit, hit all of them. YouTube, Jacob McLaughlin or new to medical device sales. You'll be able to find me. So feel free to reach out. Always enjoy working with you guys. And again, if you guys are looking to break into medical device sales, like I just mentioned, our average person is breaking in in 11 weeks at $91,000. We, I just wanna make sure that you guys, you'll see the course that you'll see, uh, oh, it's the modules, but it's not just modules. We have the modules, the videos, the quizzes, the downloadable PDFs, but then we also have office hours that we do weekly on Wednesdays, um, meeting as a community and going through a lot of stuff. Number three is we also do mock interviews to get you ready for those intense uh, interview process. And then number four, we also do one-on-one coaching. Once you get access to the course, you always have access. And then finally, we do do payment options and payment plans because again, you're talking to a guy who moved out here with $1,200 to his name, lived off 30 bucks a week and woke up on the ground on his air mattress every single day because it had a hole in it. So I will text you on, talk to you guys on the next one.